everybody. I am so excited about tonight's quote-unquote emergency podcast drop. I have a guest on that I am so excited about. I have been following her for quite some time now, and actually it was through my love for Housewives and specifically just wanting to find out more about Beverly Hills that I found Bia at Your Moms Are Watching. Bia, welcome to The Reality Informant. Hi there. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to have you here. Thea's content is so good. It's so funny. If you're into Bravo, pop culture, TV, Thea is it. For me, it just, every time I see her post, they make me laugh. So why I have Thea on today is because I'm just scrolling my IG over the weekend and like you, I have been enthralled with Pizzagate and everything around it. And just to be clear, this is the New Jersey Pizzagate. I know there's another one floating out there. We just want to make sure we're not <laughs> we're not confusing uh, anyone. <laughs> let's make let's make that distinction. Yes, yes. Um, and through you know through seeing her posts, she basically had this whole deep dive on Pizzagate. She had the answers that I think a lot of us had. And I just thought it would be a great opportunity to have Thea on here and explain from from her perspective, everything she was able to see, um, you know, kind of pick her brain and, you know, see her thoughts after gathering all the information that she's been able to, which by the way, like major props, because we all know how hard it is to get a lot of information in this world and it's half of it's not true so I am grateful that you did the homework for us and that you know you're you're coming on here and sharing with us so without further ado Thea I don't know if you wanted to just introduce yourselves to the class (laughs) um but yeah just so they can get to know you who you are where they can find you and some projects going on I know there is one that I just saw so I do want you to talk about that (laughs) Um, okay, so my name is Thea D'Souza, and I am a Jersey housewife myself, <laughs> um, and I live in New Jersey with my husband and two kids, but I used to work in Hollywood. I used to be a development girl. I worked for Julia Roberts and Jennifer Lopez and Keanu Reeves and Mike Myers, and I would find scripts for them and books and pitches and things to make into movies. So that's kind of what I did. My first job ever out of grad school was working on Seinfeld, doing the second unit um, exteriors. So I did all the exteriors for that show and then moved out to Hollywood. And so that's what I kind of did for a long time. And even after I left my job working for Julia, because I got MS, I still developed scripts from home. People would send me scripts, all the producers, everybody, and I would just like write notes on them to make them better. I did that for a lot of years. And then finally, I started just kind of ghostwriting a little bit. I actually talked to um, one of my first people I ever talked to was um, Jesus Jugs, you know, from OC, Alexis. Mm -hmm. She wanted a memoir, a a sexy Jesus memoir. And she wanted to have, um, you know, Christians can be sexy. And I, uh, sorry, this is my. So I um, talked to her about that, and then I just got into ghostwriting. So I ghost wrote a few things. I wrote Amber Portwood's memoir from Team Mom, and um, <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. So and then I just started this site um, called Your Moms Are Watching two years ago, and just kind of wanted to watch Bravo shows and make memes. I'm really into memes. It's actually like really all I care about <laughs> is making so a really, it's like making a really funny 
amazing meme that hits and everyone loves it's like my only like care in this world but then somehow I know isn't it it's like the least thing I'm known for but it's like my favorite part of all this no but they're funny I will say I will give her a plug as a you know humble low me I approve all of her memes they make me laugh every single time so some of them I bombed (laughs) I've definitely I've definitely bombed it's tough to put them out there but um, so then along the way, somehow, I just started telling these stories on my page about my life when I worked in Hollywood and kind of like 90s, um, you know, celebrity stories and stuff. And that kind of like was has become, I think, the base of my page where a lot of people have stayed with me. And even through my gossip eras and my bomb eras and my shadow band eras and my making everyone mad eras. So I think that's kind of the, the, the stability of my 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 page and I remember I did a poll a few months ago and I said what do you guys want to see more of and they said tea like that was the thing they wanted and I was like really tea like I'm not a huge tea page like I just don't get people don't send me stuff and also it I kind of like have a brand that I go for like what a kind of the style like another like usually humor right you tune in to see what's making me laugh that day so it doesn't really even fit in. Like, I'm not Bravo Cocktails. I'm not getting, like, you know, blinds. But I did during the Beverly Hills era. But that was, like, I felt like that was a special situation because I just happened to, like, you know, one night decide to DM some crazy kid that was torturing Lisa Rinna. And that's kind of how I got involved in all that. But I was in that kind of page. So it's funny that I came up, that I stumbled, literally stumbled onto this Pizzagate stuff because, that again, like, I'm not one of those great pages that really does the deep dives and, starts beginning and end like I still have the patience I have two little kids I'm always busy so I really admire all those pages like Bravo Docket and Face Reality where they really go in you know and I'm like how do you have the time for this but (laughs) I just this particular story I honestly was driving me crazy the way that they aired it I was like what Mm -hmm. what what did you guys just say like there's got to be more to this and what really kind of reminded me of was when I knew the whole backstory to the Kathy Hilton thing on Beverly Hills and I knew they were editing out anything to do with Aspen I knew it already I knew the lawyer that was involved I knew a lot of the back stuff and so when I watched the show I said that scene is missing things there's something got edited out and that's exactly how I felt when I watched that episode of Jersey when Teresa was saying oh you know you know they stole $250,000 from Louis he deposit whatever and I'm like okay that's terrible but then like as I'm waiting to see like Joe Melissa speak or one of them they didn't and it was yeah. bizarre. Like, at least you usually get, like, a little bit of a, no, we didn't, we did this, whatever. And it was nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's when I first was, like, red flag, like, something's happening here that we're not, like, privy to. And I was just wanted to know what was going on. So I just asked. I mean, honestly, I think other people should have asked, too, because it was not hard to get people to talk to me at all. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. I, I, I think people don't realize there's two sides to this, right? Like one is there's these big accounts, right, that we all respect. They churn out content nonstop. But they're doing like real, real like investigative stuff. Right, for, like, exactly. For you. I, I wonder, though, if like not having the Bravo name in your username like changed that like maybe people were more willing to share but I guess it's very quick if they go onto your page right like they see that well here's what it here's here's what it is for me um Mm -hmm. both of the times I've ever had like a big scoop which was the Aspen stuff and this um was because I've actually done a lot of things behind the scenes with Mm -hmm. these 
housewives and to build trust. And I'm not saying like I'm a stand page and I don't post things for people, but I've not revealed things that I know about on my page when I'm asked not to, things that I've found out about. I've really, I've done that. And especially in the case of Jersey, I, there's a few things I happen to know about that I have not said a word. And I think that that build up trust. And so I don't think they would give the, give this to anybody. And like I was yeah. talking, obviously, obviously during Aspen Gate, I was talking a lot to Lisa Rinna. And the reason why was because it wasn't like she even knew me, but I had be- developed a very close Instagram relationship with her assistant for like a year mm-hmm. leading up to that. Oh, okay. I had never talked to Lisa in my life, but me and her assistant, she would read all my stories. She was always, we always chatted and she had told me a lot about what happened with the Elton John tickets and I knew the whole, she gave me the receipts and stuff. So that was like predating Aspen Gate. So I'd already built up with her. Like, I promise you, I won't post oh this. Goodness. I just was curious and then she vouched for me with Lisa when all that Patrick stuff happened she said no you can trust her like you can talk to her she'll you know she's not gonna betray you and I never did never I never posted a DM I never you know so I think after like that whole thing and then the same thing has happened with with Jersey I don't know these wives very well but I did stumble upon one thing that was like completely random and I, I haven't said it and they're going to talk about the reunion so you know what I mean like it's just you build up some sort of a little like I'm not one of those shady accounts I'm not going to backstab you you know I will post what you tell me to post I'm not here to expose any Bravo lives yeah, exactly and Thea that's exactly why I wanted to create this space because I wanted a space that was like safe quote unquote Exactly. Content creators, fans, like these personalities to come and speak their truth and share and let the listener and let everybody here decide what they believe. But, you know, I'm not here to like say yes, no, I'm not. uh, I am not a blind loyalist to Jersey. I've gone through my phases, but it's growth. (laughs) And (laughs) I am basing my um, opinions on what I'm seeing now. It's hard when you have a scene or scenes explaining Pizzagate and they don't make any sense. I think to your point, we all had those flags going up where I actually like rewound the whole scene because I was Mm -hmm. listening to Joe speak in the interview and I'm like, wait a minute, something's just like, am I missing so much more? Right. And I know we're all we're all kind of we've been listening and watching Housewives for so long that like we can all get up and walk away for a second and like, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. But I'm sitting there and I'm like, hmm, I'm missing something. Something doesn't make sense. And then I go online and everybody's saying the same thing. So without further ado, Thea, do you (laughs) want to walk us through like your um, like your interpretation of this, what you've pulled together But before we do, actually, I want to hold. I want to just call out a couple things before you start. And it's really just like the polarizing opinions on this whole thing before you really dive in. And I think before we before we even get there, I mean, a lot of people were saying, I mean, I will say it's like a 50 50 split. I think a lot of people are saying that Joe, quote unquote, like doesn't deserve anything in this because he didn't put any money down. That was something I was seeing a lot Mm -hmm. in my socials, which personally I had kind of a problem with because of just the way that they were having conversations, um, the way that it was explained on the show. Um, And then the other side of things were, or the comment was that Louie is a scammer who did this all behind Joe's back. So these are two very opposite opinions. And Mm -hmm. I think it's just really interesting as you uncover more and more um, where people's, where people kind of back off in terms of like being accusatory of Joe or Louie. So 
Bia, I do not want to speak too much. This is your show. I want you to share with us really like your your findings and um, the explanation. And, and while you do, I'm just going to raise my hand and ask some questions that I feel like people are asking um, about points that you're making. And, and if we don't have an answer, we don't. But I think it would just be a really good conversation for us if we kind of like talk through those questions that seem to be really prevalent in social. Right. I mean, to begin, disclaimer, I obviously only spoke to one camp. I don't know Teresa and Louie. I've met them both once and I, I don't, I've never chatted with them online. So I don't know them. I had a pre-existing relationship with one of the Jersey housewives and that's the first person I asked. And, um, I honestly, and that was Marge, I'll just say, I mean, no one's, this is, and this is the weird thing about this tea. It's really not like they didn't want it out. They do, you know, they want their side out. So, um, you know, I, I know the tree huggers are very mad at me because I only told one side, but that's the only side I have. And I'm happy to hear. And I do feel like there are a few holes in this and I do kind of see where, why Teresa is saying the things she's saying. So I kind of feel like I can see the whole picture of myself, but factually speaking, mm-hmm. I got two castmates to tell me the whole story. Anyway, I'm talking hours on the phone, hours about this. And that's, you know, one person who's involved in it and another person who was there. And then I got, um, you know, some email receipts, a whole email chain I saw between Louie and Joe and the nephew. And so I read them, them all. And so I'll start from the beginning of the story as, as I know it, which is that Joe Gorga um, and Louie had met. They had been friends, you know, for a month or two. This was Teresa's new boyfriend. She was very into him. Um, and Joe really, you know, got to know him. Seemed like a great guy. Talked a lot about his his abilities and marketing and, you know, had a few successful runs in business. So nothing, you know, no red flags or anything. And he was really just eager to learn about Joe's business. Joe does mostly real estate development. So kind of a lucrative business to be in. I don't know if you know anything about it, but, you know, overseeing like big projects and you can make good money doing that. And Louis was trying, you know, he's the kind of guy, Louis is the kind of businessman that does the short, short term kind of thing. He's not, he's not somebody who's been at the same company for 40 years or built something that we would all know. He likes to go in and do kind of quick deals and that's fine. That's a different kind of way of doing business. Um, my older brother does a lot of the things, uh, sim- works not in the same business, but works similarly to Louis, where he doesn't have a very long attention span. So he's just like in for the quick money, gets investors. He's very personable, can walk up to anybody, have a conversation. So he's like, hey, like give me 50G, you give me this. And I'm not talking, saying anything if he's a criminal or not. I'm just saying his way of doing business is very yeah. different than, than Joe Gorga, who's been in the same business for 30 years has built a name for himself, whatever. I mean, people can say about his debts or whatever, but I have a feeling a lot of like debts and not paying bills and stuff is is, is part of the Jersey development world. I have no idea. I mean, I cannot speak to any of the Gorga's <laughs> own bills, but but just to say that he's 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 been in the same business for a lot of years. And Louie has changed businesses a lot because that's kind of his thing. So he came in, he was like, show me the ropes. I want to see what you do. So Joey Gorgo was showing him, you know, this is what I do for a living. And they were just talking one day and Joe said, you know, I had this great idea. I think we should, uh, I have this pizza, this pizza place. I love this pizza place. The pizza is just so amazing. Like I want to like do a subscription service where we sell these little ovens, these tabletop pizza ovens you can get anywhere, by the way. Like a lot of people might have been saying like Joe designed them. He didn't design anything. It's just a 
it's just a pizza oven that you buy, right? Yeah, like you can I, get them. I went on Google. Yep. I went right yeah. on Google. Like, <laughs> How much is this? Yep. Right. You can get them anywhere. But the point of course, is that you, the logo and the, the, it's, it's a housewife memorabilia piece that you can also use. And then yes. his idea in terms of how great the pizza was, he wanted to make a little kit and you get it like once a month or whatever, however long you want. And you could, every time it comes, you make some pizzas with your family. No problem. Not like, you know, mm-hmm. reinventing the wheel, but it's a way to incorporate the, you know, your housewife thing with a product that you could actually, subscriptions are a very good, you know, source of income for people. It's no overhead. You just have the materials. You don't have to have an office. You don't have to have a, so that was his idea. And Louie was like, sounds great. And Louie was at this time trying to ingratiate himself into the family. He wanted to like make his mark and say, Hey, I'm a big shot. I'm a good guy. I'm, I'm, I'm really good at business. You got to get in business with me. You're going to see. And of course, Teresa was all excited, like, yes, like, you guys need to work together. Louis amazing. Yeah. So this is, again, from the Gorgon perspective, but from their perspective, it was like, okay, you want in? Like, let's do this. Let's do it together. And, you know, really, this is really something that I heard as I was researching this, I don't know, maybe 10,000 times. Really, the base of this idea, the heart of the idea was Joe Gorgo wanting to honor his, his you know, dead father. That was like to him, this is all that mattered. And it was just a matter of like getting through the grieving process and wanting to do something with his sister. And to really, really, to be honest, a little pizza, to, like you're not going to be millionaires off this thing. It's not going to be like the George Foreman grill. Like, again, it's not something they've invented. So it's just like a, almost like a little kitschy thing that they could sell to their fans and that, you know, that would remind them of knowing what, what else would remind you of him? You yeah, know, like it's, it's pizza. It's Yes, yes, it's pizza. Right, so that was his thing. So he's like, let's do something together. This is not going to make any of us millionaires, but it'd be a cute little business. It'll be great for, you know, to, to do something as, because Nona would have liked us to work together, whatever. It's fine. It makes sense to me. I was not not believing any part of that. You know, I kind of have like my my radar when someone's telling me a story and I'm like, what? Come on. But that was like, okay, yeah, fine. Yeah. Like that makes sense. And it was going to be called Nona's yeah. Pizza. So then yeah. they, um, so then they said, um, okay, let's, let's get going with this. Let's get started. And Joe said, well, Melissa's niece, her husband has mm-hmm. connections in China and you know, he can get us the oven. So done, like, let's get the oven. So he introduced the, the nephew whose name also is Joe. So Joey and Joe and Louie, and, mm-hmm. and they're all talking about these ovens and they're, and this is the email chain. I saw they're writing back and forth, like, well, how much do you think we can get and how many should we order? And the more you order, the, the cheaper the oven is, of course, like mm-hmm. anything else. And so Joey Gorga wanted to do a lot of them, like let's do 10,000, so maybe like four containers of ovens at like 22,200 each. Like let's do like a lot because, you know, this is Teresa Judaism, this is Joe Gorga, this is, these are going to sell, it's going to be great. So um, they said, but then Louis was like, no, no, let's do smaller, let's just start with one container, I don't know, you know. And that's it. Like, there, And there was no contract, which of course, you know, the Gorgas regret. But it's like, he thought, this is family. What Again, this is not the business that's going to define me. Like, if this thing mm-hmm. goes south, it's not going to kill me. It's not going to ruin me financially. Like, we'll do this. And in his head, he thought it would probably be around a $500,000 business to get it off the ground, get these pizza kits in people's hands. And honestly, the research that I've done, that's a pretty reasonable assessment. If you had X amount of number of ovens, you have the kits, 
he had found a manufacturing plant that would make the kits where they could store the kits and would they would you know be the ones to sell send the kits out every month so that's the pizza kit and he had gone to the restaurant he took louie there they ate the pizza so they had the recipe so there's a lot that went into this of thought on joe's part and you know louie was was all excited so they had so the yeah. only thing was is that someone joe or louie somebody had to write a check to the manufacturer to get this ball rolling like the guy's not going to make these ovens until he's paid in full Right. upfront like for these ovens so it's step step one of like a 10 step process so when everybody says oh you know well louis put up all the money it wasn't all the money it was just step one that you paid for step two step three step four step five joey was paying for it. louis wasn't coming up with any more money than that he didn't say hey you know let me give you a check for two hundred fifty thousand dollars and you do this he just paid the manufacturer for the ovens so right. i guess like he, you know, he got lucky, but, you know, Joe could have been the one to pay that first amount. And then we'd all be talking about how Louis, so it's, it's bizarre that that's how they're putting it. Like he didn't put money down on a company. He didn't pay for a company. He just paid for a bunch of pizza ovens, and, but which are, by the way, I in his backyard. So I don't even oh, understand. That was my, Thea, that was my question. Where are they sitting right now? But <laughs> I'll take a step back is just around that 250k that's where i get mad at editing thea because i feel like so many people are just taking that and like running and not to your point like understanding the process that goes into it now are they going to explain that on the housewives probably not but that is a problem with editing because yeah we're people are hearing 250 they said that they did say that's why the editing looks weird they did say that they said this on air, like when they ha were having the conversation that the Gorgas or Joey said, no, you didn't, blah, blah, blah. But it got cut. And they think, and who knows what the truth is, sometimes they edit just for time, but they think that, that Bravo is protecting Teresa because she's a big cash cow with all of her little businesses, and they think that they're just favoring her by not showing their side, which I don't know if that's the truth. That seemed a little conspiracy theory to me. <laughs> like possibly they just were – they didn't want to dwell on that subject because they found it boring or whatever, the producers, or it's too much fighting. Who knows? But they yeah, did plan on detail. going to the reunion and saying her side. But the problem is as you read – as you read this story, there's a lot. And like, how much time are you going to have sitting on the reunion stage to explain? No, you know, there was this step and there was this step and I was going to do this. And, but anyway, so long story short, they, the pizzas were shipped and they had the Nona's pizza on the side of them. It's all been decided. And then Joe's mm -hmm. just going on with his life waiting for these pizzas to arrive. So once he looks at the oven and sees it, that it's quality or whatever, he can go step two. And in the meantime, he did find, like I said, the manufacturing plant, the kits, all that. And they were about, the next step was going to be that they were all going to go to the manufacturer and eat, you know, taste this pizza from the pizza kit. Like make a pizza and taste it to make sure it's up to their standards. And that's what Joe was waiting on. So the ovens are being shipped and he's waiting for the call to say, okay, we're ready for the to, to pizza tasting. And the next thing he hears is, oh, they went to the pizza tasting without you. And yeah, they tasted the pizza. That? Teresa and Louie. How long was that, the time frame? From time. So quick. I think okay. the, the pizzas took about three months to come from okay. China. Okay. So this is like, you know, so it's a little while, but it's like um, to be understood. And I read from the emails how long it was going to take. So it wasn't like Joe sitting around for months, like on his ass. Like right. he just knew that it was taking a while. So he wasn't in a hurry to be like, hey, what's going on with that? He didn't know that that tasting happened at all. And then also they had this photo, sh photo shoot at their house. Um, 
And somebody had told the Gorkas, I think it was a makeup artist, but I'm not sure who, somebody told them that that happened. Oh, did you know they had this teeth, this whole um, photo shoot? And that was bad enough, but not only that, that's when he found out that they changed the name of the item, that it was going to be Skinny Italian, okay. which is so yeah. bizarre. I have a question, and this question kept coming at me online. The branding thing. I work in marketing and advertising, and I know that branding can, it can happen separately. Like, you can have a whole workshop on renaming things and branding and not have necessarily everyone involved, meaning the client. There was a lot of question in terms of how could they change the branding without Joey knowing. And in my opinion, it can very easily happen. It just happens without him. It's conversations back and forth. I'm curious if you had any detail around that because it just came up a lot as a point of, well, there's no way that they could change branding without Joey knowing. So I just wanted to know if you had. Well, when you have no contracts, you can do whatever you want, you know, when you have no contracts. And I'm pretty sure that Teresa knew that if she had told Joe that idea, he would tell her absolutely never in a million years are we changing the name from my sainted father to just your brand. Skinny Italian, that's crazy. That's a Teresa thing. That's not a Teresa and Joe, you know, Joe thing. Mm -hmm. So what the heck? So she knew that. She knew the second she asked him, he would say no. But they had already contacted the manufacturer in China and changed the name. So they're on the side of the ovens, which he had no clue. That's crazy. How do you, when he has set up. That's real bad. (laughs) But but I'm going to tell you right now what their side would be. I'm going to tell you right now that they, I'm sure, would say, well, Louis paid for them. So we can call that manufacturer anytime we want to and change the name because they're ours. Fine. I mean, that's crazy if you think about it, but I'm sure that would be their, their, their rebuttal. Their rebuttal would be, well, he paid $105,000. Here's the receipt. We can put whatever the heck we want on the side of those. I mean, it's crazy, wow. but that would be their yeah. side of it. And that would, that would be in keeping with all of the Teresa stands who are saying, but he paid. And so they can do what they want. Fine. But as I'm telling you, just the pizza ovens are just step one of like a 10 step plan. So you pay, yes. you, you pay for step one and all of a sudden all 10 steps are yours. That's kind of crazy. But yeah, so that really upset Joe and it upset him to a deep, deep level because it felt like a a real backstabbing thing. And it wasn't even about like, oh, this is my idea. You know, you guys stole my idea. No, it was how dare you change from the concept of us getting together to honor no, no, to something that's just yours. You're going to have on the pizza boxes, you and your daughters and not me. And as a brother and sister company, this is a completely different thing. So that was crazy, and the problem that happened now is that Joe's emotions got the best of him, and he's the first to admit it. He was threatening Louis, he's like he wanted to beat his ASS. He was like on the mm-hmm. phone screaming, like he was really upset when he found out everything that they had done without him. So it wasn't a matter of like, hey, let's figure this out. Can is there a week? No, that was not. It was done, and that could, mm-hmm. and that's a failing on Joe's part. If this meant so much to you. And you really want to do this. Is there a way that you could have maybe talked peacefully? So here's what where this really weird thing about Louis comes in. When he does this stuff, and this is now the third, there are three cast members of Jersey that Louis has gotten into business with and done this exact thing with. Three. One is Dina's okay. husband. Dina's husband. They had a business deal. went south. This thing with Joe. And then he... Um, there's somebody else that'll come up at the reunion, but it's basically an offspring of one of them that um, that it that went bad as well. It wasn't a business deal, but he worked for him and worked for Louis, and it went bad. And it was the same thing happened. This is what he does. So when something in the business deal isn't 
going the way Louis wants or it wants to go. He just ghosts. He ghosts. He will not call you back. You can call him a thousand times. So when this first happened and Joe went nuts, he didn't hear from Louis for three straight weeks, calling him, calling him. Now they're in a business deal together. So I don't know, maybe if Louis had returned a call, because what happens in that three weeks is Joe just gets madder and madder. Now he's being blown off. Now it looks really shady. How about if they picked up the phone and said, okay, you know what? We thought this would be a great way to go with it. We're sorry. Like we thought you'd agree something along those lines. But when you don't return calls, and this is exactly what Louis did to this offspring, which we'll hear about at the reunion. Same thing, ghosting for three months, this person calling and calling when they were supposed to be doing business. Crazy. So it's not a good, whether Louis and Teresa are right or wrong, like that part of doing business is seems to be a pattern and it's that's not conducive to fixing things figuring it out let's so i i mean i think there's two faults here because i do think joey's temper and self-admittedly got to the worst of him you know for sure Mm -hmm. so that doesn't and it doesn't help with all the family things and the fact that they've had problems before all this but again louis was new to everything and joe had no reason to think that anything was going to go wrong. And, and it was just strange. It was strange to be ghosted by someone when you're, you guys are starting something. So that was it for him. He said, I'm done. There is nothing ever, you know, left. There's, I'm not going to do this. I don't need it. I have all my other businesses. This is not something I was depending on for income. I don't want to be fighting with my family over this. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need pizza ovens. We don't need to do yeah. this thing for no, no. Like, I'm done. And that was it. There was no more conversations. He had, they have the pizza ovens. He's like, go ahead. He said, so they were on a three, a famous kind of three-way call between Teresa's lawyer, Teresa, and Joe Gorga. And this is in in the middle of the time where he's being ghosted and right after the time where he had the blowout with Teresa saying, like, I'll fight Louie because he was so mad when he first yeah, found yeah. out. So a few days later, he gets a call from the lawyer and the lawyer's like, okay, what can we do here? Let's fix this. How about this? How about they go with their skinny Italian and they give you 5% of the business? That way we're all happy. You get some money. They get to do their idea. Good. Now, by the way, this conversation, by the way, admits, it admits, if this is true, which I think Teresa would admit this is true because she's the one throwing that 5% thing around, where the lawyer says, we'll give you 5%, then that means you have to admit you took the idea. Because why are you only giving him 5%? If you were doing Nono's Pizza, the brother and sister, it'd be 50. So I feel like right there is an admission that something here, because how do we go from 50% to 5%? Now, Teresa would say is, it was be- Teresa would say it's because of money, right? Well, it's not 50% because mm-hmm. you didn't put in 50%, but that's a lie because he was happy to put in 50%. He figured he'd be putting in the rest of it. He's like, I was like, going to take money from my sister for this little deal. I and mean, that's what he says. Who knows? Anybody could say anything yeah, after right, the fact. Right. Like, I would have, I would have, I got millions. Yeah. I would have, that's <laughs> nothing. So, you know, wait till the, the check is, ink is dry on the check. But I do feel like that lawyer call, which I felt like I even heard from Teresa's side, is an admission like, okay, we took the idea in a different direction. We're willing to give you some money off of it because it was your original idea. And he said no. So now that's being translated out in the world to um, Louis puts all half, you know, the money down. Joe doesn't take a cent. And he doesn't even, he doesn't, 5% isn't enough for him. Well, that sounds crazy, but that sounds like Joe's a jerk. It sounds like he's like, no, I want more because I'm Joe Gorga. And he did, like, he had a, he, he had an after show interview where he did sound a little bit like, like, oh, no, I'm not going to take their, but he didn't mean it like, I wanted more. Right. He meant like, I wanted Which nothing. The, yeah, 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 yeah. He was a little blustery and it, and it did come off a little bit like, no, what? I don't need anything to give anything. But that's not how I heard it. I heard that he was willing oh, to. Yeah. To put in the rest and that again that's up for interpretation because there's no proof of that anywhere but there's also no proof of any other money spent than the 105 which i have proof of um 
the only thing that we can think of on this Gorka side is that they paid for that photo shoot, which Joe Gorka's like, I could have gotten a photo shoot for free. How much could that be? And then supposedly at some point, because Louis is very into like, I know how to create, I have a good website person. I know about websites. I know about marketing. I know about, so supposedly at some point, although no one saw it, but there's a website out there. Maybe I'd love to see it. And that, um, that costs a little money, but what are we talking about? $5,000 for a website to yeah, be built. Yeah. I mean, I could do it for you in a, in a week for free, yeah. yep. but, um, <laughs> that's all we can figure out. But I, again, there could be more to the story on the Judai side in that he could have put out another hundred, but on what we don't know what, I mean, I heard that I he didn't actually ever get pizza boxes, even though they had the design. So that wasn't money put out. All that's there is the pizza oven, so I don't understand. And that's what I think, if this even gets as far at the reunion, that Teresa and Louis would say, would be like, oh, no, we bought this, we did this. It did equal, because Joe and Melissa and Margaret and anybody else who knows the story can't figure out where 250000 came from. Like, they're seriously, like, at a loss. And, again, I think they would admit it if there were more more put out because, again, they would say, well, no, that Joe's 250 was going to come later, which is their story right now, yeah. right? So why change that and, and why admit, like, the 105 but then stop there and say, well, we don't know about the rest? They would say. But if there was anything done, it was nothing that Joe knows about. So I don't understand how he's responsible or how that has anything to do with him, especially after he said, I'm done. I feel like so many people are just at that point now where now it feels like we're kind of hearing more things. We're seeing more things like your journalism work here also is just making people consider everything. And I, I said that, too, on uh, the 250K. I'm like, is it the photo shoot that's adding on top? But even that wouldn't be I mean, for what it was and the kind of photo shoot they're saying it was, it's not like a hundred thousand dollar photo shoot. It would be very like. And they, and there was, there was, there's definitely a couple needs that need to be paid for. Like you need to pay, I think it was $50,000 to put down on the manufacturing plant, um, just to have that space reserved, but that hadn't been paid. This was a person that Joe had found. So maybe they're going to say, we found a different person and we gave him a hundred grand. I don't know, but that's like completely out of the realm of the Gorgas anymore. So I don't understand how it has anything when he says he's out and you do anything. But maybe before he said he was out, they had given people money for things. That's a possibility. But it's kind of like, but it's kind of on you guys. Like why, why would you do that without consulting with your partner in terms of the branding? Mm -hmm. And, but maybe that could be their story. It could be their story that they, they decided once Louis paved the ovens, they were going to run with it. And they were going to, you know, he was going to keep putting down money. And now that he had keep putting down the money, screw the Gorgas. You know, they haven't given us any money. But I'm just saying on the Gorga side, they were willing, supposedly, to put up more money. So it's a strange story. And I have a feeling that, that if, like I said, I don't even think it's going to get this far. It's too complicated on the reunion to go into this. But if it ever got this far, I think that would have to be what they would say. They can't just say, well, we made up 250000 because we thought it sounded good. They're not going to say that. So the only thing you could say is... I think they're going to have to answer to it. They're going to have to answer to it, don't you think? Like, I just feel, unless, like you said earlier, there's some powers that be that support Teresa. But I don't know. I I feel like, I feel like Bravo's gotten a little bit better at hearing the noise. A little bit. I say that, you know. Um, Just hearing the feedback. And I do think that a lot of people are asking this right now. And I'm curious if it just gets enough traction Will Andy ask it? I'm not sure. But I feel like 
Well, there's a lot going on Same. behind. <laughs> there's a lot going on behind the scenes at at, at New Jersey that we don't know about, which has to do with mm-hmm. someone paying paying the publicist to plant stories in the blogs. And that is why all these cease and desist have gone out. That is why the gag order supposedly went out. Everything is happening because mm-hmm. this, Louis and Teresa, this is a true thing. I, I don't think I've even mm-hmm. talked about this. Got caught red-handed paying someone to run a smear com- campaign. This happened. Now, none of us know about it, so it's like, whatever, it's just hearsay. But the point is, yeah. that's what I heard, and I think it is true, and I think that they will come up at the reunion, and that will answer some questions in terms of, like, what people are allowed to say, what they were allowed to say on the show. Like, I don't, it's not like, in Beverly Hills, it was kind of a free-for-all. Say what you want. People were oh, going back goodness. and forth. And Jersey, <laughs> you see this weird kind of, like, people being either way, saying way too much or saying, like, nothing. And that's strange, you know? Like, I haven't been that's, seeing... That's what's been strange. Right? Like, I, because even in your story, you had said, like, last year, they all agreed to say nothing about this, right? The they whole season. Nothing. And then yeah. this year, then it was just, like, out. Do you have any insight into, like, why? Like, what triggered them to say this? Because what happened was, when this happened, they decided to not say anything about it. And Joe also mm-hmm. decided not to to draw this out. He said, I'm out, out of right. the thing, so I don't care anymore. I just want to get along. We'll film. And he kind of kept this in, but he was really upset about it. And that actually ended up being mm-hmm. a problem because then when it came up to the wedding and the Gorgas going and stuff, they at this point had developed, I I can't speak to Melissa. I didn't speak to her about this, so I don't know, but in terms of Joe and then I assume Melissa had really kind of gathered some resentment by at that point. So when the little things happened before the wedding, they didn't go. And then now they hate it. Now it's hatred. Both, on both sides. So now Teresa doesn't give a crap because of what happened with the wedding and all that. So now she's talking to what she wants. Whereas the season before, they were trying to keep the peace, everybody, and they were, and nobody wanted to like bring it up. It was messy. It was, you know. So I think that's what happened. I think that now gloves are off because they they really honestly don't ever intend to speak to each other again. Those families. Mm-hmm. So now who cares who says what? That's what. Yeah, that's I'm why I think Teresa brought, brought it up on air when they had agreed not to, because it was crazy. It was like they, we were talking about something that happened so long ago, but they're not uh-huh. gonna. But they're. Uh-huh. But the Gorgas aren't gonna let it, that stand. This silly story that that Louis paid for no a company, way. and it's it's so it sounds so dumb too. It sounds really like dumb to say <laughs> that really Louis. Does. And then there's the nephew story, which is like you know a whole, and it all came out of this a because then. Other. Then Louis gets in a relationship with the nephew just through the whole pizza oven thing. And then, but he had, this is another pattern. So he goes, that's a big one. And then the second one is when he meets somebody, he immediately tries to ingratiate himself business-wise with the person, Louis, which is not a bad thing. Like my brother does this too. Like short attention spans are always looking for a new business deal. Not bad. Like good, good for you. And he did that with the nephew. The nephew has this um, mattress and pillow company. And he was like, hey, like, let me give you some money. We'll get this thing off the ground. We'll, I do great marketing. You know, because here's this kid with this company, but no way to market it. That's A lot of people have that problem. Right, and Louis, right, right, right. that's Louis' skill, according to him. So he was like, I'll give you 25 grand. We'll build a website. I'll market for you. And I don't know what happened in that deal. All I know is that the nephew said he didn't produce what he said. And the deal is done. But um, the nephew didn't give him his money back. So I'm sure at the beginning when Louis was putting money down, the nephew was like, sure, I'll take your money if you do ABCD. And according to the nephew, yep. he didn't do ABCD, so he didn't give his money back. Now, in that case, 
Teresa and Louis might have a better kind of case in terms of like, well, Louis's not going to put money in and not get a percentage of like whatever he wanted back. Like, what did Louis want for that twenty five thousand? Right. So he might have gotten screwed by the nephew. I don't know because I didn't hear the whole story of that. I just heard like a small part of it, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. But there could be they could have. But that's a different story than the two hundred fifty thousand put down. Like the twenty five thousand really was an investment in a company. The hundred and five thousand was was buying pizza ovens. That's very different. Yes, that it, was a flop. <laughs> it's, it was cre like creating an exist an, a, a company that hasn't existed and going in on it together is different than giving someone with an already existing company some of your money to gain some profits from it. Right. Which it's and that's a whole different scenario. And in that case, maybe Louis has a leg to stand on. I have no idea, but I'm sure the nephew has some things to say about. Louis as a businessman and Louis producing what he says he's going to produce. And, and again, I would tell you that a few cast members now have this on their radar, like, whoa, that Louis, when he comes in with a, you know, yeah. guns blazing, giving you money or whatever, watch out. Cause this is not, it's not all, that's what they say. That's the, obviously the Gorga side, obviously not the sure. <laughs> Louis Teresa side, yes, but I, yes, I will say Thea, you've done a great job in making it very clear. This is the Gorga side. We know we're open. We are open to all uh, we are bravo democracy here so we are open to different opinions and learning and listening about what other people have to say but i mean thea this has been so informative and i think just listening to you and also like i'm sitting here mostly silent this episode because you've had so much good stuff to say i'm sorry i have a bad habit of hijacking podcasts no no please i love it I'm, I'm saying that because I'm thinking about last season, like, while you're talking, and it really just makes so much more sense. It really, like, the, that, that uptightness from Joey and Melissa, like, you couldn't, you couldn't quite understand, mm -hmm. but, like, you knew there was something, and you just explaining it now, like, how he was so, so angry, it's like, yeah, okay, now you know why he was so angry. He felt really done to. He felt really hurt by her. It's his own sister, his only relative, and here they have this. I mean, they can say what they want about it, but Teresa knows yeah. in her heart that this is an idea Joe had, that what he wanted about it, how she was changing. She knows whether they are going to come out and spin it. Of course they are, but she knows. So she she knows what she did to her brother, and he knows, and it's very hard to come back from in terms of, you know, this just the betrayal. Like, and he and he's very convinced that she was at the heart of the betrayal, which I'm not. I think maybe it was more Louis. But he thinks Teresa was the one that was like, I want to make it about me. Whereas I'm like, mm, I don't know. I think Louis wanted it all to himself. Teresa's like that. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, on that one, I will defend Teresa. I don't know if she would have said that. I do look at Louis again, though. So right. we, we shall see. <laughs> yeah. But thank you so much. This was like a jam-packed uh, entire podcast i am so happy and i feel so grateful that you hopped on and took this last minute i am gonna tell everybody that we just spoke and if you want to learn more about pizzagate you got to listen to this episode but thea again thank you well thank everybody you so much go follow her follow her <laughs> at your moms are watching it's amazing content it's funny content thea is there anything else you want to say before you what's your hot take before you hop off on this whole thing I, you know, my hot take is it's going to be a really great reunion because we're going to have to see two mm -hmm. sides of this. I think you're right. They're going to have to speak up. We'll have to see it. And then I don't know if this is, if you, they're going to be able to come back. So I don't know the future of New Jersey because New Jersey is about the Gorgas and the Judices. And if they are not speaking and they hate each other, I don't know how great the show can be. 
like we need to have a little bit of growth and we need to have a little bit of reconciliation real reconciliation not the fake that we saw last season so i think the show is starting to grade on people for that reason so i really hope that some magic miracle comes down and says you know what you guys like but they they really have been a problem with louie at this point so it would have to be in absence of louie at this point they're really having like a huge huge thinking that's the problem not Teresa, not it's that this is the problem and that so if for some reason louis were to exit the picture i think we could have great reconciliation with him in the picture i just don't know i think the trust is gone and i don't see it coming back so that's a problem and you know louis Teresa's the kind of person that stand by her man so i don't know a big fracture like this is, is bad for the franchise i don't know i have a lot of faith in the new me too me too okay well Thea you are you are oh yes you are always welcome back here and thanks guys for listening I hope you guys got some really good intel you didn't have before and we'll see you next time